In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Happy New Year. There's an ancient Syriac poem, very ancient, that has the Magi speaking to Mary after they arrive, after they arrive to adore and pay, pay homage and give the gifts to the birth of the King, Jesus. This is what the Magi say in the poem to Mary. Your son is the great treasure house containing wealth sufficient to make all rich. Other kings' treasure stores may be reduced to poverty, but his will never run out or need to be rationed. Isn't that lovely? Christ is the great treasure house of God. He comes to bring us the gift of eternal life. That is a gift that we are not naturally born with. It's not a gift that we can even, after we receive it, can retain or own it. It is a gift that we can only share or participate because the gift of eternal life is Christ himself. This is the life. It's the Son. The Son has the life, that life eternal, that divine life that we so desperately need. And so uh, today we are thinking about receiving this gift. The Magi come and bring their gifts, but the truth is Christ has come to bring us the ultimate gift to make us rich in God. Callistus Ware uh, tells it like this. He says, our Lord saves us by becoming what we are, by sharing totally in our humanity, thereby enabling us to share in what he is. Thus, through a reciprocal exchange of gifts, he takes our humanity and communicates to us his divine life. Reestablishing the communion between creator and creation, which sin has destroyed. This is one model, one way of describing the beautiful and wonderful salvation that God has given to us. It is a mutual exchange. It is a union and a communion between we and God, Christ, who in one person forever, both God and human nature. And so this sharing, this communion, this exchange of gifts is how we're saved, how we receive that divine life. And in fact, unless we come to Christ, unless we are open to receiving that gift, we will never receive it. If we're closed in, if we don't want to come He can't give us the gift, even though he possesses it, even though he himself is the gift. If we never come to the giver, we cannot receive what we need. We cannot be made rich, richer than anything in the universe because we participate and live in and with God himself. There is no greater gift than that. Well, Christ is that great treasure chest of God, giving us eternal life. At Epiphany, we celebrate Christ as the light of God coming into the world. 
He is the wisdom of God. Christ is, in fact, everything, everything that we possibly need. Well, the question on this epiphany is, what is it that we need to bring to give to Christ? So often, as we preach and teach, we talk about what God has done for us. And that's appropriate because we're saved by God's initiative. We're saved by God's love. We're saved by God's action on the cross and resurrection. We're saved by everything that God is doing. But we do have a part to play. And on this epiphany, since we have the image and the example of the Magi coming to bring the gifts to the new king, since we have their example of their adoring and paying homage to Christ the Lord, what is it that we can bring to Christ? What gift can we come and offer Christ? And there's a very simple but a very profound answer to that question. The only thing that we can come and bring and offer to Christ himself is our total selves. Our complete life, our real life even, that's all we can come and bring and give to Christ. And if we do that, if we come and we make that exchange and we remain in union and communion, we will receive the flow of that eternal life, that life of God, that divine life that is transforming, that is transfiguring, and it is ultimately all we ever will need is communion with the life of God. And so, thinking about how we might do that, what is our total self? How would we quantify our entire life? Well, that would include, of course, our thoughts, our feelings. Emotions are not unimportant. Our choices, our bodies, our social contexts, and our souls. All of those things can be said to make up our entire life, our real life, our real selves. And so I started to think about 2016 and how I might, how we might, how each of you might come and offer yourselves completely to Christ as a gift, offering your total self and what that would look like. Well, that would certainly be coming and offering to Christ your joy. Whatever joyful thing happens to you in 2016, you could certainly offer that and give thanks to God in Christ for that. That would be easy to do. And in fact, to fail to do that is a sort of a spiritual malady. So bringing our joy, bringing our blessings, we are in a constant state of being blessed by God. And it's very easy to understand that. We all know what it is we have, a roof over our head and all the food we could ever want and clothes and all the things that we need. But just thinking about the fact that I'm breathing right now and there are others who can't breathe right now, who have great difficulty breathing, that uh, I was able to eat some donuts in between the services and, and all, of, all of my systems are working just perfectly well. That's a real blessing uh, because I see people constantly that their bodily systems are not functioning well. And in fact, the vulnerability of the body is one of the 
premier vulnerabilities that we experience. So the blessings of just having our senses and our body functioning. Well, let's go a little bit deeper. What about offering to Christ your pain? Your pain. We all have pain. The question is, what are we going to do with that pain? Are we going to sit in it? Are we going to stew in it? Are we going to inflict it on other people so pain is increased? Or can we bring it to Christ, opening our total selves to him and receiving that flow of divine life, have that pain transfigured or at least have our mind renewed to conceive of that pain in a different way? So the question is not whether we have the pain. The question is, can we offer that pain to Christ himself? What about grief? Many of us are grieving the loss of a loved one. Can we come out of the shadows and out of that grief and come and give that grief to Christ? That he can be there with us in our grief. He can walk with us and come to that final stage of acceptance. Something maybe that we haven't reached. What about disappointment? Can we, can we bring Christ our disappointment? Because many things in life don't turn out the way that we hoped for. They just didn't turn out the way we thought they would. And we're disappointed. We're disappointed about many, many things. Why do things happen like this? Why did this happen to me? We can come and bring our real life, our total selves, our real disappointment to Christ. And have his light shine upon it. Opening up our vistas to see God in everything, and certainly God with us moving forward into the age to come. Well, at the beginning of the year, we should probably bring our goals and desires to Christ as a gift. Reveal those goals and desires and give them to him and ask that his will would be done. Because we really don't want to be off running in our own will, under our own power, we can get off track so fast. We want to be walking in the light of God and his will and his way. So let's just bring our goals and desires right up front and lay them in front of Christ the King. And I've saved uh, a difficult one for last. What about the passions? The passions need to be brought to Christ. They need to be brought out of the shadows into the light of Christ. And why wouldn't we? God is good. God is absolute love. God is absolutely forgiving. God is for us. God is with us. He is light and truth and beauty and harmony. He is everything we really want and need, but we have to come to Christ to receive it. Those passions are those things inside of us, those desires, those things that we want that often have gotten off track. And we have been satisfying desires and needs within ourselves 
in inappropriate ways. And it takes time for these passions to build up strength. But once a passion builds up enough strength, it becomes what we call addictions. And so whatever our passions are and at whatever stage they are, they need to be brought to Christ and offered to him because the great physician can heal those passions. As we come into that exchange between our humanity and his divine eternal life, those passions can in fact be conquered. But we have to come. We have to come and offer our total lives, our real life, our real total life to Christ the King to receive what he longs to give us. It's the only gift that we can give, but it's the only gift that he wants, our total selves. Well, I want to finish with a little story about Bradford Cathedral in England. They devised a special service for Epiphany. They get all the people in uh, in the evening. Uh, they're celebrating Epiphany actually on Epiphany and not transposing it to Sunday, but that's, that's what we do. But they get all the people in and they turn the lights out. And they begin a series of lessons and carols, basically. And every time someone preaches or says the word of God, one of the lights comes on in the cathedral. Some, someone will sing another song and another light will come on. And by the end of the service, the whole cathedral is filled with light as a demonstration that the more that the word and the son of God is proclaimed and heard and experienced, the more light there is. They finally switch off, uh, switch on all the lights at the very end of the service with these words, the words of Jesus. You are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. And guess what words of Jesus are said to dismiss the congregation? Let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. And that's where all of this leads. We come to Christ, the King, the giver of eternal life, the light of God, the wisdom of God. We come to offer ourselves so we can make that great exchange in order that through that flow of divine life in us, we can actually glorify God in our own day and time. Eternal life starts here and now, not after we die. And so by God's grace and through his power and through his love, we can actually do the good that we want to, the good that God calls us to, and we can do it all that God may be glorified in our time. And so let us bring the gift of our total selves and give it to Christ that we may share in his life and glory. Amen. Amen.